With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ten nine eight seven six five four three to one. We're here. It's a Manchester United Redcast here with me, Eddie Nestor in Londinium. It's a warm Londinium, wet, and we had a hurricane. Is it Albert Arthur? It was an A. I can't remember who it was, but uh, it's been very, very wet in Londinium. Uh, in fact, I've just come back from Mexico, where I practiced uh, building a wall. Now, Mr. Trump has won, and any of the you people listening in America. WTF. Work that out. Uh, in Manchester, talking about wet, uh, is Bobby Meekin. How are you, Robert? I'm good, thank you. Coping, coping in these uh, transatlantic conditions. Yes. <laughs> it's always <laughs> wet there. I don't have to ask you what the weather is like. <laughs> no, no, just let's presume. In, um, you know, my parents are from the Caribbean and there's something mm. called a blue bath. And let me tell you what a blue bath is. It's a thing that you wash clothes with and actually it makes the clothes come out whiter than white. But it's also something that you do uh, if somebody is basked in bad luck. You give them a blue, right. a blue bath. How unlucky were we against Burnley? How unlucky were we against Arsenal? What the what is going on robert yeah no it's, it's extremely frustrating and the manager has said we're the unluckiest team in the league presently i have to say we know how hysterical Mourinho can get but it's hard to dispute that presently i thought we played very well again at the weekend i thought there's a there's a lot of promising signs i thought we had a midfield balance that looked really good hold on you say that front. now you didn't see it when you saw the team sheet i was like who playing where I know, but it worked. I mean, to say that midfield three, bringing out more from Pogba, I thought, you know, I mean, obviously the defence, we have we have some absentees there, it was a concern. But overall, we've got to say, we played really well, as we played well previously in the Premiership recently and only ended up with a draw. So it's hugely frustrating. We're off the pace in the Premiership. There's no hiding from any of that. But I have to say, I'm, all, I'm also reasonably encouraged because the team is showing signs of beginning to gel and beginning to have an identity which frankly it didn't have before the infuriating thing is that we haven't got the points to back that up yeah i mean what i saw was what i didn't see uh when he was manager at chelsea towards the end right at Mm. the 11th hour 
they were playing for him. They were playing. They were. You, you see what I mean? They were, they were trying to do something. And I've spoken to so many Man United supporters. And though, yes, you're right, 19 points, five gap, five point gap, you know. But you can see, what is it, shoots of recovery? I think so. I really think so. I mean... I try not because we're because we're fans. We can easily, I think, we can be a bit too optimistic and then a bit too pessimistic sometimes. Swing from one to the other. I actually think the sensible view right now is it's it's not perfect. We we, ha- we haven't got as many points as we'd like in the league. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to work that out. But but it does look reasonably encouraging. It's still a long way to go with the team. I still think we're certain players short. But I think we're going in the right direction. I feel far more upbeat about the team than I did under Van Hal in that last six months. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, one of the players that's made, uh, and usually different players play for mm. different managers. And we've just mm. seen it with Man City. You put <clears throat> Yaya Torre on the sidelines, you play in one game, he scores two goals, and you go, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. And of course, he was sold by Pep at Barcelona. Yes. And here we have it with one matter, who was sold, uh, you know, player of the year for Chelsea, two years running, sold to us for 30 million or so uh, by Mourinho. And now he's playing for Mourinho. Yeah, and I, I, I have to sort of eat my hat a bit with this as well because I was had long been unconvinced by Matter. I never doubted his, you know, his technique and his brain as a footballer. I just didn't think he looked the right fit for Manchester United. But I have to say, of late, he's become a definite starter at ten for me. I mean, the finish at the weekend was fantastic. It was a world class finish. He's been playing. He's been a real bright spot along with his Spanish teammate Herrera. I think they those have been two of the big plus stories under Mourinho so far. Matter just matter looks you know, close to being back to his best. Herrera, I think, has finally found his sort of role in the team, and he is it really really fights and really covers a hell of a lot of ground, but obviously has a, a lot of threat going forward. So those two blokes, I'd have to say, are, are on the positive page. Yeah, and if you want to stay on a Spaniard, the goalkeeper doesn't do too bad either, does he? He's not too shabby, is he? Really? No, no, no. 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 So I mean, to hope, God, we keep him. Whatever language they're talking, hopefully it will spread yeah. to the rest. Yeah. Uh, of the team. Now, well, now, I have look, to say, yeah, they say the Spanish lads almost have grasped what the fans want more than just about anyone else in that team presently. I mean, they're very, you know, the, the fans love Mata and Herrera and they've really taken to them and deservedly so. A, a couple of things that, that, that were interesting in the papers over the weekend, and I'm not sure that I agree. You know, you know the, the, the big man is suspended. Rashford gets his <clears> chance <throat> to play where we've been calling for him to play all along. And Oxlade Chamberlain skins him the way that we oh. expect him to skin people. Yeah, that was infuriating. I think, as it was said on the day as well, it, it looked like a sort of a, a teenage centre forward being required to do a defensive job. Namely, wasn't too, too certain about what he was supposed to do. No, it was a bad moment for him. You're going to have to take those hits on like Rashford. He is he is very very raw. We know what the benefits are. It's not going to be defensive particularly. And I. Although, to be fair to him, under Mourinho, he's sometimes put in a bit of a shift almost as a wing-back. So he's, he's, he's been prepared to do the miles. But no, I think it was a bit of inexperience that caught him out there. And we know the goal. It was a hugely disappointing. You know, it was set up for Giroud, who can obviously be a hell of a marksman when he's, when he's on song. And it was, but it was galling to, to drop those two points oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, it but felt like a defeat. I mean, I mean, It really did. In a way, just quickly on Rashford, I mean, lots of the newspapers talking about here was his opportunity, hmm. y- y- you know, uh, the big man not playing, as I say. B- but in a way, in a way, 
with the big man in the team, with Rooney in the team, uh, in the squad, excuse me, mm. and, and with Martial in the squad, when Rashford plays as regularly as he has, when he's in the eleven as regularly mm. as he has been, is that not in and of itself an indictment of where we are? Well, it, it, it is, but I also say, I would have to say that it's a, it's a real compliment to a fan, you know, one of England's best young players, which I think he is. I know he's had a bit of a barren spell in front of goal, but I think we, we were always going to expect that after, after his early sort of purple patch. I think he's a wonderful footballer. He's been a bit... No, that's not in doubt, Rob. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he, he, he would be better so in, with those players that I've mentioned, surely. Oh, he no, would be no, great I, as an impact player. I know, I mean, that's, that's a nice... So I see where you're coming from, and I, but I, I just think that the, the threat he brings to defence is compared to the sort of threat that Rooney has brought recently, or even, say, Lingard. I think, I think Rashford's got more to his game, and uh, I can understand why the manager has taken the punt. You've got to hope, obviously, they'll be careful with him as, as the season goes on, because we don't want to wear him down. But no, I think he's, I think he's, made, the call, I think he's made a good call with that. I, I don't disagree, and I think the fact he's playing all these games, I think we'll see him come back into form. I expect you will see him, you know, among the goals very quickly again, particularly with the way the team's playing presently. And in in and of that, you know, when the big man isn't playing, Martial comes back, Rashford plays through the middle, and mm. there's still no space or place even for the England captain. It doesn't bode well, does it? It doesn't, no. Um, and of, of course, Mourinho will deny it all day long because he, he's made a big point of saying that, you know, Rooney's a big part of my plans and all the rest of it. The reality is, in his explanation at the weekend was he didn't think Rooney had the suitable pace required to play against Arsenal. Um, I mean, really, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not going to pick Rooney to play one of your biggest enemies in the Premiership... And, I, I and, and, and the team against whom he made the greatest and most immediate impact as a teenager... Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, it, it doesn't look good for him. I mean, Mourinho is saying he would argue also he's trying to protect him. His confidence has been damaged by a, a lot of inevitably hostile and critical press. But in footballing terms, the facts speak for themselves. Mourinho doesn't trust him to be good enough to deliver. And I have to say it, it's hard to disagree with that presently. And that is why young Rashford is playing so often. And that's one of the big reasons why, because if, if there was a fully fit, a sort of fully sort of functioning top of his game, Wayne Rooney, the bloke we used to know. I don't think you'd have seen Rashford starting so many games, but that player hasn't existed for a while. No, not not for a unfortunately. Little... Any sense as to when some of these players might come back? Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm looking at our back four, three, five, whatever yeah. it might be. I don't know. You know why? I, the reason I don't think we honestly know is because look at Valencia. He'd broken his arm. Mm. apparently and he was back in and, and was arguably our best player at the yeah, uh, it's a hard work i mean the one thing i mean show show him to the kids show him in, oh, it, 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 yeah. at a time where people were wondering about his effectiveness he's created a new role for him kind of like the the boy milner at liverpool just a wonderful job at staying i suppose staying effective, staying necessary uh, and making his own position, staying relevant. Yeah. I mean, I've always been at the view. I've always yeah, regarded him like a, a lot of United fans as a makeshift right back, you know, a winger playing right back. I've been waiting for us to think, well, is it going to be Fosu Mentz? Who's going to come in and actually become the full-time right back? Well, right now you look at Valencia and it's, you, you'd have to say, no, he's, he's earned that yeah. right to have that position. And again, it's the, again, that's another plus point at the moment. Valencia is another plus point. So for all the frustration 
I'm not sort of I've not got my head in the sand. I realise that this this team is is still misfiring, but there are, as you say, green shoots there. And Valencia has looked has looked very encouraging. And 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 Jones, I actually, and we all know we all have a big downer on him on the podcast for obvious reasons. This man came with such remarkable hype, has been you know cursed by injury, and then at times has has looked like Stan Laurel playing for us. I mean, I have to say, I thought he did okay. At the weekend, I mean, Rocco and Phil Jones, the idea of them being our centre-back pairing does not fill me with confidence. Yeah, we'll have more of that in a minute. Right, we've got to go for a quick break and then we'll be back. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Right, you're in a Manchester United red cast, and we're back, Bobby. But they were where they were not a disaster at the weekend. I know Jones was on the floor at the end when the goal went in, but um, they weren't terrible. It's not. I don't think that's the way forward for us to have Jones and Rocco relying on them indefinitely. But I didn't think he was bad. I would love Phil Jones still to you know prove us all wrong and make and make it. Yeah, you know, to have a, a good British player as as one of our options in defence, I think would be really good. But. I don't know, he's got, he's got a lot to prove because he's let us down time and time again. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal got away with that one. Bad luck and hopefully that yeah. blue bath that we talked about at the top of the show uh, will come mm. into uh, good effect. Uh, Fearnord next, mate. And, uh, y- y- you know, we need a victory, don't we? Yeah, I mean, after the Fenerbahce debacle, I mean, we were truly awful, truly awful that night. Uh, so... Would, would it be a blessing to get out of that flaming thing? I know, I understand, I understand your argument, but I actually, I, I think it would, I think it would do the team a lot more good to stay in the thing and and have a run, at, have a run at winning it. But I mean, at the moment, I mean, the way they've played in the tournament so far, it's, it's hard to see them doing that. But no, I just don't like the psychology of being eliminated from from a tournament. Uh, I, I prefer to stay, and I know there's a thing about stay fresh, be like Chelsea. And you can you know, flourish in the Premiership, but I think it'd be a pretty shabby state of affairs to go out of that group. And yeah. it's not the easiest. I know it's not the easiest Europa group, but I, I think it'd be bad. I, for all Mourinho's moaning about the tournament, I think for us to go out at the group stage of the Europe's second tier tournament is a very I, I, I state of affairs. Let, let me just ask you who, who were first and second in the Premiership? Yeah, I know. I know where you're coming from. Right. Yeah. So, 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 and those two don't have any European football, right? No, I know. I know. It's just the galling part of. I just don't like being in tournaments and being there in such a gutless fashion and falling away. I'd, I'd have liked to have thought United had the squad resources you know, to manage a squad that could manage those games. So far, we haven't. We've looked pretty lousy yeah, in Europe. No, so I'm not. I'm not going to be yeah. devastated if we go out. But if you ask me, would I rather stay in or stay? I'd rather stay in. No, no point taken. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask you to call that in a little while because I have no knowledge of what I mean. I know it comes with a good reputation, uh, but I have no knowledge of where they are now, what they're doing, and what kind of threat they uh, they pose. Let's, mm. let, let's let's move on to our next uh, league game, and certainly you talk about confidence. Well, absolutely shut it will be, won't it? West Ham's after what Tottenham did to them over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Right now, it looks like a, a good time to play them because they are, yeah, they're obviously not exactly flourishing in the league. And the way that Manchester United have played, you think surely our luck is going to turn and we're due a, you know, a, 
a decent win. Normally, Manchester United West Ham games are very, very good because they're they're a good football inside. They just go head to head at it, don't they? Really, and sort of outplay each other. It's a good spectacle. Normally, I really hope to goodness that that is the fixture that, that really suits us, that we we can actually put a few goals past them. With if I was hopefully the confidence being a bit down, but as we know in this league, you can't make predictions. You can't take it for granted. And just because they're seventeenth. Really, 17th and 6th right now in the Premiership. What does that mean? Probably very little, to be honest. No, no, I'll I make you right. Not with uh, Sunderland making that kind of recovery that appears to be going on, uh, which has got to be worrying for any of those teams down at the bottom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Before we carry on with them, you see that gap appearing there. We're in 6th. How confident are you that we can come top 4? Right, well, I... <laughs> I think, we, judging by the way we've played, and I'm, I'm just if, if we think that these these games we've recently drawn, which we thought, good God, we should have won all of those. If we, I know Mourinho himself made that point. If we did have those extra six points, look where we'd be. We would be in the in fourth place. I just have to think on that basis that if we keep playing the way we are, we're going to be competitive enough to get into that top four. So I actually think we still may squeeze in there. Right now, just by the way, because I, I don't, we're not getting, we're not getting worse as a team. It, it's every time we're getting better. If we can just turn this corner, then I think we're in with a, with a good chance of doing that. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, we're, we're going to have to start theory. beating some of the people around us. You're not going to do it, it but by it, bullying, yeah. by bullying some of those lower down, you're going to have to start, you know, taking points away from the top. Oh, we've got, we've got to, we've got to be aiming to beat these teams. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, the, the Liverpools and Chelsea's yeah. when they come. To Old Trafford, you've got to be able to beat them. Yeah, absolutely. If we're going to get into the top four, yeah. Call it against Feyenoord. Feyenoord, are, yeah, obviously a, pre- a pretty decent outfit. I'd, I'd fancy us to do it, though, on um, a bit later this week. Just because of the way we've played, just because of the reaction, of the, the disappointment of Arsenal. I think we'll be very fired up to, you know, to earn ourselves results. I don't think it's going to be one of our lousy... European performances. I actually think we're going to win that 2-0. He'll play a strong team, won't he? He will. He will. I just think, because we played well at the weekend, all the signs there, but we didn't get the results. I still think we're going to be very up. And I think if we can sort of put in a similar sort of shift, I think we'll have too much for them. Uh, and and the one against West Ham, which is a confidence one. I mean, I don't know what he's saying to them in the dressing room. Nobody does. But you played magnificently. And it's only bad luck that determined that you didn't win that just against Burnley. But if we keep playing the way we are now, I promise you it will come good. You've got to believe that you... All that kind of stuff. I think, yeah, I, that you do. I, you get the sense there could be a really you know, big performance from us quite soon. Uh, yeah, we, we could win quite handsomely. Uh, that's my sense. Anyway, but God, I hope I'm not being blindly optimistic because so, so I'm not in denial about where we are on the table. And then overall, you'd have to say it's been a disappointing season so far. But it just looks, it just has the, the whiff of something that could be pretty good on the horizon. So, yeah, I think we're, we're right. We're right to be of, be of that opinion um, right now. But I'd also say, let's be honest, when I, we mentioned the midfield earlier and we spoke, I've got to say, I like the balance of that, the Herrera-Pogpa. But I think, again, in the sort of medium term, I don't think it's something we can address in January particularly. We're going to need some urgent surgery there in terms of holding midfielder because we won't be able to rely. He's talking about having character for another season. But no, we're not. It won't, no. it won't work. It no. won't work. And it's nothing against the, the bloke on a personal level. It's just You've got to be practical. A world-class holding midfielder has got to be a priority as time goes on. I mean, there are other areas of the field 
as well. We've spoken before. There's a there's a look of a really good young spine there of the team going forward, as, as we say, with likes of De Gea, Bailly, Pogba, Rashford. It's not too shabby as time goes on. I think you know some big calls to be made with some of the players around around that. But um, you say I think what we can do in January is is debatable really maybe there's a defender we can buy but it, it, we know traditionally we'd be very lucky to solve a big problem in january yeah, we, we we would have happily paid 35 million for kante now wouldn't we i think we may well have done everybody was like <laughs> you know I, I read one of those poor reports today looking at leicester uh, and they said uh, well we play uh, uh, kante uh, on the left uh, drink water in the middle and kante on the right that's how much ground <laughs> yeah. the man covers <laughs> yeah fantastic player fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. player no uh, absolutely and i think and they're not I mean, Mourinho normally, as we've said before, has a reputation for having you know, world-class holding midfielder in his team. Well, he, got, he was going for the other boy. When they bought Canty, he was going for the Matic boy, wasn't he? He was, which I understand as well. Good God, you remember when I watched Matic? I know it was a dominant Chelsea side that day, but Matic was fantastic against United that day. What we have as a holding midfielder instead presently is either 35-year-old Carrick or Herrera doing a really good job. Although I have to, my instinct is Herrera really it belongs in the midfield three slightly further forward than that. I think it negates him being the holding midfielder. I think having that unselfish, savvy, you know, clever, um, you know, holding player is something we will address. I think he's bound to just the, the makeup of Mourinho as a manager. He, he'll know that's something we're going to have to sort out to proceed. But I don't think that's something we're going to be able to sort out till next summer. Listen, Robert, so just hope Carrick's legs don't fall off in the meantime. No, no, he'll be all right. Yeah, right. Remember yeah. us talking about 35-year-olds as though they were too old, eh? Hark at oh, us. Oh, ancient, yeah. Hark at us. Uh, Bobby, yeah. you always a pleasure, mate. Um, look after yourself. Uh, and uh, it'll be brilliant uh, if both of your predictions came true and we beat Feyenoord and also uh, made it even more unlucky for the Hammers, those bubbles bursting at Old yeah. Trafford, a theatre of dreams. Uh, until next time, look after yourself, Bobby, and thank Thanks so much for listening. This is the Manchester United Redcast. And until the next time, come on, you Reds. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.